This is the Nona.fm Rewind Podcast. Recent interviews and segments that aired on Nona.fm. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Please share it with your friends. Good Friday morning. Curtis with you on Nona.fm here till 6, or I should say 10 a.m. this morning. But you appreciate you uh, do, joining us, making us part of your Friday morning here at Nona.fm. Of course, we're trying to stay connected to the community. By the way, if you ever see anything going on, feel free to give us a call. Shoot us a text. Somebody texted us yesterday about the incident uh, was causing a significant slowdown. Not an incident, but construction. That lane closed on Narcusi at Cyril's Drive yesterday. Uh, so for folks coming up into Lake Nona from Osceola County, it was a long and arduous process. And by the way, some of that construction they've had just south of Boggy Creek Road, uh, we've heard reports of folks spending an hour and a half going from the shopping area of Lake Nona into the uh, parts of St. Cloud over this past week. So again, stay safe out there and also stay um diligent on the, allowing yourself lots of extra time especially through that stretch really really been slow lately taking a look at uh, some things that are uh, going on one of them is that nasa's announced that uh, they're going to uh, retry the launch of the artemis uh, cryogenic fueling uh, test this week at kennedy space center did well enough to keep moving towards a launch attempt as early as tuesday now, if you remember, this is the mission to the moon, unmanned at this point, but they are trying to send this uh, spacecraft to the moon. Now, based on data from the test, teams are fine-tuning procedures for the launch next opportunity, or next launch opportunity, targeted no earlier than September 27th, according to a statement from NASA. The rocket remains in a safe and flight-ready configuration at the launch pad. They did a 10-hour test on Wednesday at launch pad 39B, saw several issues with liquid hydrogen leaks, some similar to what caused the scrub on the last attempt back on September 3rd. But mission managers were able to troubleshoot, push through all of those issues, and accomplish all the goals for the test, setting the rocket up for what could be the third attempt to get it off the ground. So I ran to this the other day, and of course, here in Florida, we know all about fire ants, but researchers at the University of Hong Kong say they have finally calculated how many ants there are in the world. It's an unimaginable amount. They estimate that there are 20 quadrillion ants living on Earth, or about 2.5 million ants for every human. If you used a watermelon to lure all of the ants in the world onto a scale, they'd weigh about 12 megatons of dry carbon, which is more than the weight of all wild mammals and birds. Holy cow, you'll never step outside and walk in the grass again. I guarantee it. Coming up this morning, we'll take a look at what's uh, what happened on this day in history. Also on the way, a sports update. A little later on this hour, we're going to find out why peeing in the shower may not be a good idea. That'll be coming up here on Nona.fm. <laughs> Happy Friday. Taking a look at our events calendar for this Friday, September 23rd. 
Well, we've got uh, coming up later tonight, Art After Dark at Lake Nona Town Center. That's from 6 till 9, 6 till 10 at Lime Fresh Mexican Grill. They have Friday Night Lime with live music and also delicious bites and tasty cocktails. Again, that'll be tonight, 6 till 10. Tomorrow for our Saturday, we'll start out the day with some yoga, Yoga Nona. That's in Crescent Park and Loria Park. And then you have the St. Cloud Farmer's Market from 9 till 3. By the way, that Yoga Nona gets underway at 9 o'clock in the morning. 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. It's the Lake Nona Farmer's Market. And then Sunday, National Volleyball Weekend Celebration. You can check out all of the events on our calendar. Just go to Nona.fm. Look for the events calendar there. Also, you can find the events calendar in the Nona.fm mobile app as well. Welcome in to a Friday, September 23rd. Let's take a look and see what happened on this day in history. 1980, Jamaican musician Bob Marley, who was especially known for popularizing reggae, performed his last concert, a sold-out show in Pittsburgh. He died of cancer the following year. 1806, Lewis and Clark arrived in St. Louis, Missouri at the end of their daring expedition to the Pacific Northwest. You know, I think of guys like Lewis and Clark... I look around Florida, especially when you're out hiking in the woods and just a tad bit into the uh, the natural Florida. You think, how the heck did anybody ever come here? I guess parts of Osceola County, uh, south of Lake Nona, all of that was underwater until it was drained. Just absolutely amazing how people ever wandered around here. And, of course, throughout this continent, uh, real heroes, that's for sure. 1889, Nintendo Kapai. Later, Nintendo Company Limited, founded by Fuzajero Yamaki, was uh, founded to produce and market the playing card game Hanafuda. That's Hanafuda. That happened on this date in 1889. I bet the kids didn't know Nintendo was that old. I know that when they're playing with their Switch today. Take a look at our uh, birthdays today for this Friday, September 23rd. Julio Iglesias turning 79 years old. Singer Bruce Springsteen turning 73. And Jason Alexander of Seinfeld fame is turning 63. Of course, he was George Costanza. Anthony Mackie uh, played Sam Wilson. Falcon in the Marvel movies is turning 44. And David Lim of SWAT and Quantico is turning 39. It's Native American Day, International Day of Sign Languages. It's Love Note Day, Checkers Day. It's also uh, Restless Legs Awareness Day as well. And, you know, a lot of people used to joke about this when it came out in the 90s. And then I knew somebody who had it, and they went, yeah, if you have it, it is no joke. It is a serious affliction. And now you're a little bit more aware of Restless Leg Syndrome. It's also Great American Pot Pie Day. That would be our food of the day. Whatever the case may be, make sure you make today, Friday, September 23rd, extra special. This is your Exit 13 Sports Update on Nona.fm. This is a bye week for Lake Nona High Football. They travel to Boone next Friday. JV Volleyball is on the road to Haggerty tomorrow. Boys Golf lost to Circle Christian, 143-149. to 149. Emilio Garcia earned medalist for a four under par, 32. Girls Golf beat Dr. Phillips, 164-201. to 201 with Samantha Chow leading with an even par, 36. Isabella Melendez added 38. Lake Nona beat Timber Creek, 194-103 to in boys swimming. Hans Steinhauer 
won the 200 free and 100 free, while Clayton Nichols won the 50 free and 100 breaststroke. Jelena Thier added wins in the 200 IM and 500 free. Girls Swimming also defeated Timber Creek, 176 to 111. Anna Carrera had two wins in the 200 IM and 100 Butterfly. Emily Sharir added wins in the 200 free and 500 free. With a 2-1 record, UCF Football Georgia Tech tomorrow at 4 p.m. on ESPNU. Browns over the Steelers last night, 29-17. Sunday, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady could face one another the last time as Tampa takes on the Packers at 4 p.m. Rays beat the Blue Jays 10-5. That series continues tonight. Marlins host the Nationals. NASCAR Cup Series is in Texas as the playoffs continue. Join David Graham and Coach Robinson every Monday night at 7 here on Nona.fm for the Exit 13 Sports Coach Robinson Show brought to you by orthopedic sports surgeon Dr. Vonda Wright. This is your Exit 13 Sports Update on Nona.fm. Good morning, Curtis, with you on Nona.fm. I hope you're having a great Friday. Coming up in just a few moments, Scotty Moore is going to be joining us. He is running for Congress, District 10, House of Representatives, here in Lake Nona. And we'll have him coming up as part of our Meet the Candidates series. By the way, if you want to check out the whole podcast, we've got a number of candidates that uh, ran uh, through the primary. And now, of course, uh, they have either won their primary or maybe facing a runoff. And so you can check those out. Just go to the Nona.fm website and look for the Nona.fm podcast network. You can also also find podcasts under the menu in the Nona.fm mobile app as well. So peeing in the shower may not be a good idea. Now, of course, we know back in the day, uh, in Seinfeld days, back in the 90s, that uh, Elaine had a serious problem with um, George, who's actually celebrating a birthday today, uh, George, who uh, had a problem with peeing in the shower, if you remember. Well, we've all heard statements that peeing in the shower may help save the environment, but researchers keep impressing us with numbers about how much water we could save if we uh, did the two jobs at the same time in the shower stall. However, doctors view this seemingly positive habit from a completely different angle. Alicia Jeffrey Thomas, a certified pelvic floor physical therapist, warns that when we pee in the shower at the sound of running water, we may be accidentally teaching ourselves to urinate when the command appears. When, which is the sound of the nozzle spring. So, you hear the water, you want to pee. She says, quote, if you pee in the shower or turn on the faucet or turn on the shower and then sit on the toilet to pee while the shower is running, you're creating a, an association in the brain between the sound of running water and having to pee. Jeffrey Thomas explains that this might not be a huge problem for everyone, but... For people with any kind of pelvic floor dysfunction, this could contribute to leaking urine when you have the urge to use the restroom and when you hear water running. So, I think naturally water running causes that anyway. So, I don't know. I I, I think we might be fretting over something just a bit much here, but... Who knows? Scotty Moore. He's coming up in just a few here on Nona.fm. What inspired you to run? Yeah, well, I mean, 
going back to that point, it's really important uh, for people to understand how great our country is. And sometimes we take for granted because we really just do not understand. And so when, and it's one thing to visit overseas, Hey, I've been to Europe, you know, I've been this and that's Mm -hmm. fine. But, but when you live in a different place and you're subject to their laws and you're subject to the reality of the lack of constitutional freedoms that we embrace and understand and have here, even though some of them are being threatened at this moment, uh, we need to understand how important and beautiful and amazing our country is. Yes. I've said many, many times in, in Brazil, there are amazing entrepreneurs that have not had the opportunity to flourish because they do not have an economy. They do not have a system, a government, a structure set up to allow that to happen. Right. And Brazil's not the worst place and, in the world. Brazil's not the worst place. Yeah. I love Brazil. And so that, but the reality is, is the United States, there's a reason why everyone wants to come here. Right. There's a reason why our country is great. Yep. And, and, and it's, and it's because we have great people. It's because we have a constitution that we defend and we have fought and we continue to fight for the greatness of our country. And it's at risk right now. And so that's, that's a major reason why. Now, the reason why I'm running for U.S. Congress is I'll give you two words. It's our future. Here's another two words. Our kids, yeah, my kids. How about another two words? Our grandkids. And yep. so the reality is, is legacy is important. Pa- important passing on an America better than we received it is really important. And I believe we're at risk of not doing that right now. And so as I look at the 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 reality that we're facing right now. And what we need are strong leadership. I believe we're really experiencing a leadership crisis right now. And so who will stand in the gap and fight for an America first agenda? I decided to step up and and I actually believe that the Lord has called me and I'm stepping into that. So we've stopped our, we're not working with Camps Crusade. We shifted our focus from that to this to help save America. So what kind of groups or individuals are backing you? What, what, what kind of endorsements have you got? Great. We just received, it's, it's out today, is we had Senator Ted Cruz give me a call earlier this week. And we had met earlier uh, last month, and we had a great conversation and uh, kind of an interview. He was checking me out because he doesn't throw his weight and his name behind just anybody. So he does sure. a lot of vetting and everything. And so he called me this week and said he's proud to endorse me and be 100%. So we have Senator Ted Cruz on Team Scott. That's a big one. We also have President Donald Trump's former White House Chief of Staff, Mr. Mark Meadows, on Team Scotty as well. Good deal. And so we also have Florida Republican Assembly. So the FRA is on Team Scotty. We have the Florida Family Policy Council, the Florida Family Action. So John Stenberger's group just endorsed me as well. And then we also have Matt Staver with Liberty Council. Who, who has endorsed me as well. And so we have a lot of people on Team Scotty. There's a lot of momentum. Sure would love to have all of your listeners jump on Team Scotty as well. So check me. By the way, 33 more days today. Yep. August 23rd is the yep. magical date. So the primary. Yep. The primary. And so get out, vote. If you're not a registered Republican, there's still time to register. It's a close primary. We need your vote. And I sure hope I can earn your vote. Scotty more for Congress.com. Scotty with a Y. Fantastic. And, and, and you know, it, it one of the things I, I like to ask is, I know you're running for, you're heading to Washington, that's the goal, but, and you've lived in Lake Nona, what do you see the biggest challenges locally for us here? 
Um, I mean, there, there are so many. Number one, the economy, gas prices, we're all feeling the pinch. Yep. You've got inflation out of control, housing out of control. Uh, everything's going up. The power of the dollar is going down. That's not a good combination. And then you factor in congestion, traffic, what's happening. Uh, so many people want to move to the great state of Florida for good reason because we're – but that comes with added challenges of what are we going to do with all the people and what's happening. And, and that takes – we need some federal dollars coming in here because you cannot spread it out equally. Right. N- nothing against Montana, Wyoming, but they're not seeing the growth that we're seeing. Right. And so we cannot divvy up the, the money heading and helping the states equally. We need to understand that Texas, Florida – Tennessee are experiencing some incredible growth. By the way, oh, yeah. these are red states. So a lot of people are fleeing blue states. They're fleeing California, Illinois, New York, and they're, they're coming to where there's opportunity, there's less taxes, there's freedom, and less government overreach. They're coming here. And so I, I know people in Lake Nona are experiencing the congestion and the frustration, and that goes to quality of life. And we need to have a great partnership with Washington, also with uh, the state, Governor DeSantis and the state legislature, trying to really help push things through here but also protecting our borders we need we need to be energy independent we need to be strong in our national security so you know transportation's huge here it's funny nobody says it's a transportation problem it's a narcusi road problem but housing is the other big thing we're hearing about rent control uh we're hearing about uh the city of orlando uh i think it was either the city or the county i think it's the city in their latest budget is pouring more money into housing what they believe are the right housing solutions what what do you see what's the right answer for what seems to be out of control how pricing of housing and i know a lot of it is it's a florida problem but well it, it's a leadership problem in my problem and, and and it's not necessarily from the top i think governor DeSantis, but there are local decisions that need to be made that haven't been made and it's a national one as far as supply chain demands go and everything like that so sure. so even though florida was open much of the country was in this battle of trying to shut things down and then not only the country but around the world Sure. And we had California shutting down their ports so much so that Governor DeSantis is trying to redirect ships saying, we'll take them. Right. In fact, he helped save Christmas in a lot of ways because people came over here and used our ports. But the problem is, is if we have supply chain problems, it's hard to build homes. If we're not planning ahead, I mean, there's no secret that people are fleeing blue states and coming here well we need to plan ahead we need to ramp that stuff up we need to you know one of the ways to alleviate costs is we need to get more housing built yeah and and we're not doing that we're not keeping up and the answer is not just shoot the prices up now i understand people want to make money and stuff that the challenge with uh that is it the reason why they're going up is because there's high demand right. there's low supply yeah. and more and more people keep moving here one of the ways that you solve that is by getting ahead of that in, in understanding and, and that's what we're experiencing right now um absolutely yeah it, it is a problem of, of supply and demand especially here locally it's funny i i mean i've i've mentioned this before to other folks um we actually my wife and i were looking at a business opportunity out in the uh, cross city area i mean that is really remote out there in that part of florida even they have a housing crisis so this is not isolated to just the metros within the state, but th- this is affecting rural communities as well. Yeah, I, I think in that county they had three houses on the market the day I talked to the met with the Chamber of Commerce. And the reason why that's a big deal is because it used to be that everyone wanted to come more urban and less rural. Right, but there were options in the rural. Yes. They just didn't want that. The problem is, is there are no options. No, and so 
it's a housing crisis because there aren't houses available right. wherever you go. Yep. And by the way, Lake Nona used to be one of those where it's just a dirt road, middle of nowhere, oh, yeah. and we just continue to grow. Orlando's exploding. Central Florida's exploding. There's a lot of great opportunity here. Florida has it. We need to keep up. And so if you, you factor in any of the surrounding communities that are very rural, the way we're growing, they won't be. But what we need are homes being built for people to fill those homes. Taking a look at our business news update here on Nona.fm. The market stocks are having a worse week than Adam Levine, following for the third straight consecutive day against the backdrop of massive rate hikes all over the globe. Companies that cater to, to uh, consumers like Starbucks, they were hit especially hard yesterday. Well, autumn comes for the housing market. The days of offering up the naming rights of your firstborn child while paying 100 k over asking price on a home appear to be over after a hockey stick-shaped rise during the pandemic. The housing market is showing clear signs of slowing down as the Fed's interest rate hikes ripple across the sector. A few fresh data points from this week. Median rental price in the U.S., fell last month for the first time since November 2021. According to Realtor.com, even in Manhattan, where every first-year analyst is looking for a spot in August, rents plateaued. And sales of existing homes fell in August for the seventh straight month. According to Zillow, that's the longest stretch of decreasing sales since 2007. Take a look at other headlines. Bank execs get an earful from Congress. On the second day of testimony on Capitol Hill, the CEOs of the biggest U.S. banks were grilled by lawmakers. Republicans accused them of advocating for socially liberal causes. And Democrats raised concerns about the payment service Dell, which has been the subject of widespread fraud complaints. On the state of the economy, the bank leaders all sounded a similar note. Consumers are in good shape, but the Fed's interest rate hikes will definitely slow down the economy and could lead to a recession. And Russia is on edge following Putin's conscription order. Yesterday, Russia began implementing its new plan to summon up to 300,000 reservists to fight in the Ukrainian war. And the backlash intensified as the conscription papers were handed out. At least 1,400 people have been arrested in anti-war protests across the country. And lines formed at the Russian borders with Georgia, Mongolia, and Kazakhstan. The Kremlin said reports of people fleeing the country to avoid being drafted were exaggerated. I once saw a television special about Mongolia. You've got to be in bad shape and, and really concerned and not wanting to go to Ukraine to fight if you are willing to flee to Mongolia. That's your business news update here on Nona.fm. <laughs> Thanks for making Nona.fm part of your Friday morning. We appreciate it. Don't forget this morning we have an interview with Scotty Moore. Going to be uh, talking about his run for Congress. Learn a little bit about him. Of course, he uh, survived the uh, primary. Now heading into the election November 8th. Uh, he's run for District 10 of U.S. House of Representatives. So Washington Post advice column received this email. I caught this article the other day. Is it ever okay for parents to take a long break? My husband and I have two toddlers in diapers, 
and are totally exhausted. We have been talking about splurging on a vacation for just the two of us and leaving the girls with a long-term sitter whom we would interview and vet very carefully, of course. I go be between thinking this is the best idea we've ever had and worrying that it's selfish. Well, the Washington Post columnist wasn't hip to the idea, reminding readers of a toddler who was left with grandma, grandma burning out, the child getting handed off twice, and ending up with someone the parents don't even know. Now, how long is long? That's my, my first question about this. That would be my, you know, if, I could, if you could have a back and forth with these parents a little bit. Now, I will tell you, as someone who's raised some small children, my wife and I, and they are now big children, and now they have small children. Um, yeah, we took breaks, but uh, they were weekends, and they were within driving distance, and you check in occasionally. And back then, we didn't even have cell phones, so it was a pain in the butt and expensive to check in. But we still checked in once a day and just said, hey, how's Junior? How are things going? Are you okay? And we were just uh, a short drive away, a couple of hours. At the most, we didn't uh, fly or anything like that. So we were kind of locked in or on a cruise or anything such. So, you know, those first few years, you take it easy and then uh, then they get old enough to take them with you. And then that gets exciting, too. Right. Stick around. We got a lot on the way. It's all coming up here on Nona.fm. Thank you for listening to the Nona.fm Rewind podcast. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, while you're at it, please share it with your friends.